On today's show, what if the Dallas Mavericks get the number four pick in the NBA draft lottery on Tuesday? We'll talk about that and some trades the Mavericks could do on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks. Now back to the Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show, making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. Subscribe or follow for free wherever you get podcasts. Just search Locked On Mavericks. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below let us know what should the dallas mavericks do if they get the fourth pick in the draft curious to see what you guys think about that download the game time app create an account use the code lockdown nba because today's app is brought to you by game time you get 20 dollars off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed also if you want to support the show get in touch with us get text alerts from us and all that throughout the offseason subscribe to our subtext Click the link in the description below or hit the number. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The lottery lucky. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Guys, we're less than a week until the lottery. We made it. Well, no, we haven't made it yet. We're getting there. We're getting to made it. (laughs) It's funny how both both Nick and myself are viewing the lottery. I'm like all in confident. I'm like, hey, we're good. We're keeping our pick. (laughs) No, I'm not. Like... I'm and feeling Nick, that twenty. That twenty percent looking is me over in the here. face. The the glass glass half full, half empty. It's pretty empty for Nick right now. Yeah, uh, but hey, <laughs> but hey, we'll talk about on it's today's full. show. They're keeping their pick. Oh, I hope so. We'll talk about the four percent chance that the Mavericks get the number four pick in the drafts. So we'll talk about that. The options they would have, which players they would have. And, of course, you know your trade machine titan, Isaac Harris, has got a bunch of different deals and things they could do. So, uh, But let's start with this. If the Dallas Mavericks get the number four pick in the draft, just looking at the options that that we're looking at between the players, Amin Thompson, Cam Whitmore, uh, Asar Thompson, Rafael even has Gigi Jackson at five. He's he's pretty high on him. Uh, Taylor Hendricks is another one that's been mentioned that he may be rising up some boards here. Looking at those rise. players and looking at some of the trades that you started to put together, what's your feeling on the, if they land at four, considering who would be off the board and who would be on the board and all that? Yeah, four would be – I mean, you would take four and be happy with it <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but there is a drop from three to four. There is that drop of Wimby one, Scoot and Brandon Miller at that two and three spot, and then the drop to a bunch of the, the Thompson brothers – and some of those guys that you mentioned. So, you know, I think it's important to first think of it that way of saying, all right, well, if you, if, if you stayed at four and you took a player, it wasn't, it wouldn't be the type of player like a scoot or a Brandon Miller. And then also if you entertain trade packages, it's going to be like the trade package. Isn't going to be as significant as it would be for somebody moving up to get a scoot Henderson who could be a cornerstone piece of you know of a franchise moving forward? So I think, I think a lot of us, for me, the number one thing for Dallas would be they're going to look to make a trade if they land at four, whether it's trade the pick straight up for another like player out there, or a way to trade back. But then you just got to ask yourself a question like who's going to trade up? Because 
how big is that next group of players? And this is depending on who you talk to from the fourth pick to like ninth, 10th, 11th. It's like, can any, I mean, I I feel like a lot of people have the Thompson brothers in that four and five spot, but like, you never know. I mean, they're super raw. They're super young. They're super athletic and they're going to be a heck of athletes in the league, but it's just going to take some time. So I think if you make a trade, you got to look across the league and say, Hey, is there a team out there that wants to move up? That is looking to consolidate maybe some of their pieces, some of their young guys for a higher prospect, like a Thompson brother. Could you find a team that just is, is just trying to get younger? Maybe they're just kind of at the end of their rope of like, Hey, we're kind of just done being like that mediocre, mediocre team. Now we're just going to try <laughs> to start getting younger. Or can you find a team out there? That's just, that's already in the rebuild and they just, they're just trying to add high quality prospects to the rebuild. That's willing to move up at that point. Yeah. Clear drop off from three, yeah. from one, two, three, obviously one and then two, three, and then and four. So if they land at four, you are looking at trading the pick. You're looking at uh, what other options you have, because just looking at these players, I, I don't think any of these guys are coming in and helping day one too. Like if you just look at some of these guys, like let's start to go through some of these players, uh, Amen Thompson. I think it, uh, most people have him as the fourth, the fourth guy on the board. He's like a six-seven, super athletic guard. Um, Rafael Barlow of Locked On, you know, NBA Big Board and NBA Big Board uh, said he's possibly the best athlete in the class. And he said a lot of NBA scouts have told him he's a uh, six-foot-seven John Morant, which is kind of wild. Super great in transition, not a great shooter at this point. Um, you know, electric shot creator with distinguished combination of passing vision and zippy athleticism. That's what KOC from the ringer said. Uh, he's also a pretty good defender right now, but like that type of player is not necessarily helping the Mavericks on day one. Maybe looking yeah. forward, you're saying, okay, could you imagine if you paired Luca with a guy that actually plays in transition and can actually, you know, do some of this stuff? Like, sure. You could talk me into it maybe, but I don't know if, if he's helping uh, any thoughts on, on Ahmed before I move on to the next guy. No, I mean, he, he's a lot of fun and I think he's going to be, a, a great athletic, I'd say great, but like a really good athletic wing in the league. It just goes back to the, what you're saying. Like Dallas just wants to, I don't think he's in that category of a scoot in Brandon Miller to where you, right. you're like, all right, I just got to take this guy. He's going to be too good. It's just going to take a little bit longer. Same kind of thing for Asar Thompson, six, seven guard. Raphael has him seventh in his most recent mock. He's most effective with the ball in his hands, spotty shooter. Like he's a little bit better of a shooter than his brother, but still not good. Like shot 30% uh, last year at the, you know, in, with overtime, the ringer has him fifth. He calls him a blur of an athlete to make significant two way impact, lockdown defense, aggressive downhill scoring. So like he's, he's can be a, more of a lockdown defender, but is also not a shooter. And so, Is that guy going to come in day one? Can he be a Keegan Murray type where he helps a team that wants to make the playoffs in day one? I don't think so. Cam Whitmore, another player, 6'7 wing. Raphael has him fifth. Uh, 18 years old. He's got NBA body already. Great shot maker off the dribble, spot up. Like He can play bully ball. He can rebound and go and transition, all that kind of stuff. He he may be able to help a little bit more because of his shooting ability. Um but I, but like I'm still not convinced that, that these guys, if these are your options ahead of you, that I'm picking any of those guys and going. If you had, let's just say you had to pick one of these guys though, or somebody else, a Taylor Hendricks or a Gigi Jackson or whoever, who would you pick? If you just if Nico Harrison went to you, you're a scout and you're like, all right, we're keeping it. <laughs> what do we What do we do? Yeah, I mean, I like um, yeah, I like Amin over over uh, Sir. Did I say it right? Asur. Asar, I think. Asar. Uh, which shout out to everybody who came at me about uh, the pronunciation. Um, 
I did not pronounce it in the English way. I pronounced it in Portuguese, but uh, come oh, at me what? again. You, you, no, you got you to tell them what it was because now no one has any idea. Ronaldinho is this it, in Portuguese? You, a lot of the R's you use that it's like this H sound. So I even like double checked with my wife who's Brazilian today, and I was like, "Hey, there's some people coming at me in the comments. Did I say it right?" And she just starts laughing. She's like, "Yeah, like you, the R's is that H H sound." So. Um, it was funny how it's like, Hey, people call me out for being American. It's like, well, I'm not even like, <laughs> I'm not even pronouncing it. I'm pronoun- He's a it's Brazilian. All, it's all just became just, just because Luca took a picture with him. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but if you had to pick yeah. one of these guys, who are you picking? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like Walker out of, out of Houston. I do like Cam Whitmore a lot. Um, but you know, Walker at that size, you know, he, but the thing is, he's still like 18, <laughs> you know, he's still 19. So like Cam Chase Whitmore, Walker. I think, Jairus Walker. Yeah. And it's like Cam Whitmore still, he's about to turn 19, I think. So, I mean, I think I would just lean toward Amin, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get to the four, there's just like four or five guys there. That'd be that I would entertain if I had to do it. I just wouldn't pick it for, I would move back. And so coming up, let's talk about what trades the Dallas Mavericks could pull off for the fourth pick, because I think that's the direction they would go if they landed with the fourth pick. So coming up, we'll talk about that. But before we do, let me tell you about the Game Time app. Game Time will help you get tickets. There's all kinds of uh, concerts and events and venues and things all across DFW, all across the world, really. If you want to go check out Game Time, see what's available for you um, and see what kind of last-minute tickets you can get. They show you a view from your seats. It shows you what kind of games. You can check out a Stars game. Aerosmith coming to the American Airlines Center uh, in November. So you can check out that one. 76 bucks right now on game time. Um, you can check out FC Dallas this, this offseason. 17 bucks for a game coming next Wednesday at Toyota Stadium up in Frisco. That's on game time right now. If you want to go do something fun. I went to a FC Dallas game a couple years ago. That was great. I should go to another one. Uh, Shania Twain, 103 bucks <laughs> in July. I'm just looking at there what they have. Go. Just seeing what they have on here. Uh, all <laughs> kinds of stuff on Game Time. Again, use that code LockedOnNBA for $20 off. Use the code uh, on Game Time to get $20 off your first purchase. Game Time. Download the app. Go to GameTime.com. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on the show and making Lockdown Mavs part of your day, making us part of your life. We appreciate each and every one of you. Tomorrow's show, I'm going to be joined by Richard Stamen, a.k.a. Mavs Draft from the Lockdown NBA Big Board podcast. We're going to go through all the Mavs-related draft stuff. If anybody's going to know, it's him. So we'll do that that on tomorrow's show. Um, But let's start talking about some trades because we're talking about what if the Mavericks got the fourth pick in the NBA draft lottery. It's coming up on Tuesday of next week. And they have a 4% chance to get it. What happens if they do that? We're not convinced with any of these players, but we're convinced on some trades. What what, what are some trades that the Mavericks could do, Isaac? Well, I think there's a couple different routes. And, you know, let's say Dallas looks at it and said, you know, obviously it it all be determined on what kind of trade package you're going to, you know, get. And if, you know, if a team's willing to give you a player that's like a win-now player, you know, you, you probably lean that way, you know, depending on, you know, how good that player is and contract and all that. But let's just say, hey, the only packages they're getting are some other like bad teams out there that are saying, hey, can we consolidate some of like our young pieces or or picks to try to move up for a Thompson brother to just get a like a higher quality you know player? 
So like these are some simple ones that I was looking at and saying, all right, would you entertain it? Like if Orlando said, hey, we'll give you six and eleven for four. Oh and yeah, doubt- yeah, I would do that. I would, I would, I would love that because then you get a Jarris Walker and a Taylor Hendricks probably. Like if you get two players like that, then I'd much rather take the the risk at two of them than. Yeah, just and, gonna and, take the risk of for one of them at four. And this is if Dallas is sitting there saying, "Hey, yeah, it'd be nice. Let's just go ahead and add, you know, instead of that, like we're going to take a younger player. Let's yeah. just take, a, let's get a couple younger guys in here. Like we'll if take they two instead of one. <laughs> um, like what if what if Utah says, "Hey, we'll give you Akbaji and nine for four. Oche Akbaji and nine. Yeah. Uh, I think I might. I think I might do that. I think I would do it too think they would keep i think they would hold on to him but it depends on but if but utah's in that camp of like hey they're rebuilding and if they could like swap out those two pieces for a thompson brother a little you know higher quality you know yeah asset in that what if utah this doesn't kind of doesn't really go in this category but what if they said colin sexton in nine and it was like tim hardaway in four Pause while I look up the Colin Sexton contract. <laughs> Colin Sexton is making seventeen million next year, eighteen million the year after that, eighteen million, almost nineteen million the year after that. I think I think I'd rather just keep. I think I'd rather just I'd rather do something else. I think. I think I would too. I agree. What if OKC who's sitting at twelve? What if they say, um, <laughs> what if they say Usman Jang, pick twelve and a future first. <laughs> of which we have many, <laughs> says OKC. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a ton. A few, yeah, a future first. Ujman Jang is interesting because he's such a project. Like, I, yeah. he's, I mean, I don't know if he's playing for the Mavericks next year. He could. What, any of these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe a lot of them should for the, for the Mavericks okay. next year. Okay, give me the trade again. It's Usman Jang, pick 12, and a future first. Unprotected. From from whoever. I mean, we don't know. It could be one of those others that's not a, like a Thunder pick. Yeah. For just the number four pick. Yeah, just for four. Man. I mean, you just – it's just Jing's salary, basically. Right. I think I would do it. I'm a little you bit would, more believer in Jing long-term. You are. You really liked him a lot. I did like him, yeah, 6'10". I think I would do it just for the assets uh, alone. And I just think that next group of players could stretch down to 12. Yeah, true. Like some, true. Some if you're going to go down. Uh, if you're gonna, okay. If you're going to go down, you may as well go down all the way. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, um, let's go down again. <laughs> so <laughs> what if the <laughs> double dipper today for on a Wednesday, <laughs> What if Dallas says, hey, all right, we will move back, but our main priority in this is we want to shed money, like long-term money. Okay. So what if what if Washington says, <laughs> we'll trade you Monty Morris, Daniel Gafford, and eight for Tim Hardaway and four? Well, I think I would just do that <laughs> just on the, on the players. Like. Uh, you know I'm you know I'm for Gafford I'm for Monty Morris I think they would both be incredibly good fits you have Daniel Gafford who'd come in and be the starting center he he's, he's not uh, the, he's not a great like absolute option but he's better yeah. than what the Mavericks have right now younger he's been in Washington we've seen several players leave Washington and be better one of them was on was on the Mavericks <laughs> uh, and so 
You you take him, Monty Morris, great backup point guard. Like to be the third guard with Luca and Kyrie, I don't know if he could play with them all the time, but he could play with them spot minutes uh, and all that. And so yeah, I'm with that. And you move back from it's four to where the Wizards are, which where are the Wizards? Eight. Eight. Yeah. I mean that that's that that's worth it to me. And then you get off money. Yeah, obviously it would be not if Dallas moved up, you know, push push the you know teams back, so it'd technically be like nine. But you know, Gafford's under contract, like you said, for that like twelve, thirteen million. So yeah. it's not like you would save like all of Tim's money going into the future, but it would save you, you know, what, eight, seven million dollars. And it fills that. some holes. Yeah, Monty Morris expiring contract. What a similar deal for Utah. Now both of these let's say Taylor Horton Tucker picks up his option before the draft. That would make him an expiring contract like next year. So what if they said Kelly Olenek, Taylor Horton Tucker, and pick nine for Tim Hardaway in four? I like these. I like these ones where you get multiple pieces. You know, these are these are my type of trades. Where you you're, love you're getting, uh, Horton Tucker would be interesting. I think he's an in, he, him and Josh Green would be such a weird combo of <laughs> of wings like. They can drive, but can kind of shoot. They can kind of play defense. Like, you could you could have a pretty good bench group with those two. And like, one of them would get hot one night doing doing something, and yeah. the other one maybe another night. Kelly Olynyk, we know the Mavericks have been connected with him in the past because they wanted him and Derek Jones Jr. in that draft. Now it's it's a new front office since then, but remember that one where you thought it was Dragic, but it was actually Derek Jones Jr. and and Kelly Olenek from the Heat, so we know there's a connection there. I think Kelly Olenek would be a, a better starting center than what the Mavericks have had too recently. Okay, the bar is not very. It's not, but hey, I mean, I would name him. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, to move back to move back five slots or, to about ten. To, yeah, back to back to ten, slots. basically, you go four back <laughs> yeah. to ten. So yeah, I would, I would take that for sure. Okay, here's my last one in this category. Let's say Gary Trent looks at the market and says. All right, I'm not gonna get a long term like big contract from another team, right? Because there's only so many teams with cap space and all that stuff. Let's say he picks up his option, and Toronto says Gary Trent, Precious, and 13 for Tim Hardaway and four. Hmm. This one is interesting to me. Precious just becomes another, another, another center in there that. <laughs> I'm not Welcome convinced. Welcome to the bullpen. Yeah, I'm like, it's another bullpen center where it's, okay, it's Maxie, it's JaVale, it's Dwight, it's Precious. He hustles, though. I, I kind of like him. We can say we can say good things about all these map centers. Dwight they're, hustles. They're also in the bullpen. Uh, Gary Trent is is a younger, a little bit better Tim Hardaway Jr. A little smaller, too, but better defender, I think. And then if you go back to the, to what, the, be the 14th pick, or be the 13th, uh, 13th pick still because the Mavs wouldn't have moved up. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced with that one. Maybe I should be. I'm just not okay. as into. I'm not into Gary Trent Jr. as you are. I know you're higher on him than me. I just think he'd fit good in Dallas, but he is kind of smaller. And expiring contract. So some yeah. of this is like money stuff too, to where you get a year to figure out. All right, does he fit longer? You know, better next to Luke and Kyrie compared to Tim. I also just look at what Malik Beasley ended up being with the Lakers, and they're like, oh, <laughs> that's like their big move, and you end up like not being able to play him. I don't want to talk about the Lakers' role pieces because they're just like just making a just making a connection. They're just hitting like penny slot machines, like jackpots <laughs> on Lonnie Walker and 
<laughs> some of these guys having like these games. Okay, Maxi Kleba had an eight three. Eight, eight made threes game in the playoffs last year. So <laughs> it's happened for the Mavs too. Uh, all right, coming up, even more trades that the Mavericks could do with the fourth yeah. pick if they decide to get. I've liked these so far. You've got some other, you got another category. Let me tease it even further. All right, go Would for you it. do Tyler Hero for four straight up? Talk about coming that. up next. Coming up. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps. We appreciate each and every one of you, especially making it this far into a show. Yeah. We appreciate you. Subscribe to our subtext if you want to get uh, alerts from us, you want to text us, ask us questions. On Friday, we'll do our mailbag, so send us some questions there. Uh, all right. Give, give me some more trades if the Mavericks land at number four. I'm liking the ones you've given me so far. I'm not so sold about the Tyler Hero mention here. No, I'm not saying I would do any of these. I, I Once again, I look across the league and I try to figure out what are some, like, Trades that would have like some motives on it from both sides. Tim Hardaway and four for Tyler Hero. Who says no? Who says no? I the Mavericks. If you if you're still if you still have Luca at this point, if you still have Luca and Kyrie at this point, uh, I don't know what Tyler Hero does on your team. He's your sixth man. I mean, he's your Tim Hardaway role. But How Tim much- Hardaway, Tim Hardaway can at least play with those guys. Like. I, didn't I text you this the other day? I'm like, how much of Tyler Hero does Tim Hardaway give you? <laughs> how much of Tyler Hero does uh, Jaden Hardy give you next year? Oh. You upped me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up. No, yeah. I'm out. I'm out on Tyler Hero. I'm out. I'm out on these like $30 million Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole. Like, Jordan Clarkson making $12 million is great. I'm, I'm for it. I'm out on these yeah. guys making like $30 million and they get played off the floor. Yeah. Tyler Hero's injured, by the way, but his team is doing much better without him, so I don't know. Do the do the math. Clay Thompson. In a trade? Yeah. No, I'm out. I'm done. Okay. I'm just so, I'm, uh, Isaac. I'm just I'm just looking. Cyrus, league. locked on Warriors. We know. We we had a crossover with him last year. I went we, to his timeline today just to it is hook it's, some stuff. It's a lot. Vein, he's feeling he's feeling things right now. <laughs> Tweeted Clay Thompson is not him anymore. Oh. When Cyrus says that, I know it's I know he's done, and I'm out. I'm out on the Clay Thompson as a potential, and he's yeah. gonna st- he's staying there anyway. I mean, come on, They're, they'll make the three I mean, the three person statue outside of Chase, and it'll be they should because it'd be awesome. Um, they should do it by Steph is like the biggest one, so his is like ten feet tall. Draymond's is like you know five feet tall, and Clay's is like four and a half or something like that. Now Clay and Dre's got to be. <laughs> Half. <laughs> They're half of what Steph did. You do right, it by Dray- size. Draymond opts in. Draymond Draymond and Kaminga for four. Wow. What are you how, how are you making the salaries work? I mean Tim and Bertons. <laughs> he just threw his hands in the air like I don't know. <laughs> figure <laughs> figure it out. Um Tim Bertons and four for Draymond and Kaminga would Kuminga. be fun. Kuminga would be fun with Luca, and I think the Mavericks would use him a little bit better than the Warriors have. I think anybody would. I don't know. That, that's such a weird, like, like helps you right now and also potentially helps you long term. And, and But Draymond's on expiring. Right. And so then then what do you do with Draymond? Does he work right away? Is it a disaster with him, Kyrie, and Luka? I don't think it would be. No. Then Kuminga, he's got one year left. Or he's got one year, then the team option, and then he's a restricted free agent. So you have to figure out what to do with him in about in basically like a year and a half. Yeah. Decide what I will say this about the Draymond stuff. 
I have talked to a few more people about it because, you know, I'm all in about him coming here. And the only thing I get pushed back on from some people is he punched his own teammate. That's not it is, <laughs> um, is the fact that like he works so well in golden state because those guys move so much off the ball. Correct. And that Luca doesn't move off the ball. And now you so, believe that because that's what I told you the first. Time. That's what I told but, you the first time we no, brought this up. It's like, not I don't about know what him, he's doing but on no, offense. No, 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 no. That's the thing. It's not about him having the ball because it it could like it could work if Luca just agrees to like, hey, I'm going to run and play off ball. So anyway, sure. But let's keep offense, going. Offensively, it may not have to work as well in Golden State that it does. You know, because those guys. Yeah have to do they have to play that way as well because earlier in their careers they were not as good on ball as Luca obviously so they had to kind of play like that and now it's different so I I'm I'm with you but let me give you some more yeah Zach Levine no I'm out gosh why do you hate (laughs) (laughs) if they have Luca and Kyrie I just we just can't do another 40 million dollar offense but not really defense player Tim Hardaway Bertans and four for DeRozan and Pat Williams. Uh, I th- this one I'm a little bit more for. DeRozan's he- on an expiring contract around at 28 million mark. So he would replace Tim Hardaway, like in that spot coming off the bench yeah. potentially. I don't know what you do with DeRozan with, with Luca and Kyrie. Cause you, you start him. Yeah, you start him, but like, and then you just there's never a time that you don't have, you know, two of those guys on the floor. Be great regular season, but then when you're starting to close games and get in the playoffs, I, I don't know what you're doing at that point. Pat Williams, with, I would like you on this. Pat team. Williams would be great. I think he'd be. He's he's also by the way at Wings games all the time. I saw him at the really? preseason the, yeah. the Dallas Wings preseason game the other day. It's like a, a literal fake game. <laughs> they, he was at. He's at, he's there all the time. R.J. Barrett. You didn't throw Alex Caruso in there. He's the first white guard to make all defense since 1980. So we need Alex Caruso in that train. Caruso would be great in Dallas. Caruso and then just throw in like Bullock or Maxi or somebody. Like throw in another salary and make it happen. (laughs) Uh, RJ Barrett. No, done, out, nope. Dang. Who would you rather have moving forward, RJ Barrett or Jordan Poole? Jesus. (laughs) I think I'd take RJ. It depends like, on what team I have around him. Also, isn't RJ? He already he already signed it. Yeah, yeah. A contract, yeah. right? So he's RJ making similar to pool. 23, 25, 27, about oh, well, thirty. It's, it's cheaper than pool then. I take RJ. Oh man. Yeah, I would too. The Jordan Pool contract is gonna. We talk about the 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 CBA is about to take down the Warriors. Like no. <laughs> Jordan Poole contract is about to take them down. 20, 29, 31, 33, 35 over the next four years for Jordan yeah, Poole. That's, I tweeted this the other night. I'm fascinated to see how, like, what's the rest of the league think of Jordan Poole? Like, is there, like, are, is there, like, teams out there that's looking at it saying, oh, man, we'd love to buy low right now, like Charlotte. Yeah, it could, it could it be a, you, this could be a really buy low bet for somebody, too, because he's only 24. Kind of he's only 24. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. You got any more? I do. I got. I have two more. Keldon Johnson. Yeah, we've done this one. Straight up for the four. annual. The annual Keldon Johnson for, <laughs> for if the Mavs get in the lottery. Um, straight up. 
Like n- nothing else for. I mean, it would obviously sal- be like it would be like t- yeah, Tim and four. Heck, Burton's and four. Keldon's also got that declining contract too. By the way, twenty million, yeah. nineteen, seventeen and a half, seventeen and a half. That that's nice. He's twenty. I think it would be Burton. It would be Burton's and four for Keldon Johnson. Get send Burton's back to to pop. Send, yeah, to pop. Send him yeah. back where he started his career in, in the NBA. I'm 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 okay with that one, but it, I'd rather have multiple pieces. If I think I would do that. I like Keldon Johnson a lot. Uh, last one. Back to the big contracts, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, we've done this every week now. No, there would be iterations. <laughs> I know, but I was like, we said no for one. Like, wouldn't entertain it for yeah, the first no, pick right. or the second or the third. Would you entertain <laughs> some type of trade package um, around the fourth pick? Salaries, Carl Anthony Towns. You probably have to put some, you know, other stuff in there too. The Mavs have to put other stuff in there. Yeah. His value is not Jordan Poole, like, and he's not just going to get you the fourth. It's not going to be like a Thompson brother and salary filler. Should, who's who else is trading for him? Oh, I think some other teams would. I could see the Knicks doing it. I could see, yeah, he's still really talented. Not the best bigger man shooter ever, but <laughs> the man that would be Dirk. No, I, I, w- I, I wouldn't do it. I'm out again. Again, going back to my can't have a forty another forty million dollar player that just plays one side of the ball with yeah. Luca and Kyrie. You have to so, do something else. So let's bring a full circle. What would we do if Dallas had the fourth pick? What would what would I prefer? I'd prefer for them to move back and do one of those deals where you get multiple yes. pieces while still, if you're gonna take somebody, like okay, let me reword this. Perfect ideal thing is you trade the pick in some type of deal straight up for a awesome player like a solid (laughs) solid player that's a part of your rotation that you know yes second second choice would be one of those packages like a utah or a toronto or whatever that was throwing out like getting a couple players back sending out some of your long-term money while also you know getting a pick in the late lottery to where you're still adding a guy i think the the least option for me would be just to stay there and just take one player and then like or like moving back and getting like two, it'd be fun to like cover and like have two more Jaden Hardy type guys to root yeah. for. But I don't think that helps you win now, right now, like next season. No. Yeah, ideally you get multiple players and you you trade back. Like those those deals you mentioned, you're getting three players. So you're getting three shots. Two guys you already know who they are in the league, and then a third that becomes your rookie that you can pair with Josh Green and Jaden Hardy and become like a young nucleus that you can start developing. Yeah, uh, I'm feeling that one. Or get get a one player like a Keldon Johnson type, or somebody that you know is a guaranteed 40 minute a game playoff type player that you're like, all right, we're adding somebody to our rotation that's awesome, fits a lot of things that we need, and all that. Tomorrow we'll bring in Richard Stamen, Mavs Draft, to talk about all things NBA Draft. If you got any questions, send them in the the comment section below, or send them to us on subtext. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.